Thank you all so much. I'm greatly humbled. Okay, so yeah, thank you so much, one of God. I'm humbled. So I was talking about a Christmas story. Yeah, I was talking about a Christmas story. Now I want us to look at something when he was when he was born. Now let's let's go to the book of Luke, Luke chapter two. Luke chapter two. Luke chapter two, verse seven. Luke chapter two, verse seven. The Bible says, and she brought forth, yes, thank you so much, woman of God. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. Now, I want you to take note of it very well. Take note. One, wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. These are the things I'm going to be touching on. Okay. These are the main things I'm going to be touching on. And laid him in a manger too, because there was no room for them in the inn. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Um, if, 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 um, if, if, if I can remember, I gave a story over here the other time. I gave a story here of a man of God who once took the wife to the hospital and the wife was going to give birth. And they said that they, they didn't have enough rooms over there for the wife. So the man of God just stepped out with the wife and the man of God declared, Jesus, you did not have a place in the inn. So you did not have a place in the inn because you wanted me to have a place in the inn. So therefore, that space you created for me in the inn, in the hospital right now, give it to me. Within some few minutes, a nurse came to them and said, oh, you people, why are you still standing here? There is a place. We have gotten a place for you inside. <laughs> the wife was taken inside to give birth. That is the power of God. Hallelujah. So he said, because you did not have a place in the inn, and you were, you were taken to that place so that um, you, you will... They will give birth to you and they place him in a manger. I have to have a place. Amen. So it doesn't matter where you find yourself. Use the word of God. Jesus did not have a place in that inn. So that you will have a place there. Hallelujah. He took our position. And he gave his position to us. So there is that exchange. There is the divine exchange. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Verse 8. And the Bible says that, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Now, there is something peculiar, there is something special about the Greeks Okay, there is something special about the Greeks and there is a way that the Greeks depict their manger. Let me see if I will be able to share it over here. 
I'm trying to see if I will be able to share something. There is a way. You see, most of the times we have always thought about the manger, the manger being like some wooden thing. Okay. We have always thought about it that, oh, the manger is some wooden thing and that they will put the baby Jesus inside. But beloved, it is not so. Okay. It is, it is not so. I'm trying to see if I'll be able to share it for everybody to see. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shama laba laba raba shambradi shambradi. Yes, please. I believe you can see it now. Please, can you see it? So, this is how the typical manger looked like. I don't know if you can all see it. Please, can you see it? On the screen, can you see it? Can you see it, please? Okay, okay. So, this is how a typical manger looked like. Okay, so the manger was made of stone. Okay, it was made of stone. You see, Jesus did not have a very soft place to lay his head. And he did not have those, that soft place. It is because he wanted you to have a soft place. Hallelujah. Now, everything also about the birth of Jesus also depicts his glory. That in his suffering, there is the glory. In the suffering, there is the glory. Now, I once took something from Dr. Miles Moreau. And he said, he said that for us to get the glory of a fruit, first of all, we have to crush that fruit. So there is always glory that exudes out of the crushing. There is glory that exudes out of the suffering. So the manger was made of, a, it was a stone box, rectangular as this. Okay, a stone box. And the manger was the place that the animals fed. Now, it will surprise you also to know that actually, the name manger, manger, actually means hungry. Hallelujah. It means what? Hungry. The name manger, it means hungry. Does that give you a, another picture also? That he became hungry. That you and I will always be satisfied with his glory. The king of kings, the lord of lords, he became hungry. He was laid in a hungry place. Hallelujah. So, that is the manger. And the Bible also talks, the Bible talks about the swaddling clothes. Now, the Bible says that he was laid 
Okay. He was laid. Uh, he was wrapped in swaddling clothes. <laughs> so, surprisingly, 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 when we talk about the uh, swaddling clothes, the way that he was wrapped, it, it, it had the picture of a mummy. Um, I don't know how many of you have watched that movie before, The Mummy. How many of you have watched the, that movie before, The Mummy? Oh, I took that picture. But, uh -huh, it is here. If you have watched that movie before, The Mummy, you will understand what I'm saying better. Yes. Okay. So, when if you have watched The Mummy you will realize that the person will be wrapped around with that cloth. If you can see the next picture here, I'm sharing another picture. This was a picture by um, an artist. I think an, an artist by name Giovanni Bellingham. Yeah, Giovanni Bellingham. And this was a picture of Jesus by Giovanni Bellingham. And it depicts how they saw him. Okay, how they saw Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It depicts how they saw Jesus, how the wise men saw Jesus being laid inside the manger. Please, can you see the picture? He was wrapped all around like this. And actually, when they saw Jesus, when they saw Jesus, he, he, he was looking like a, a dead person. He was wrapped around so tight as this. It was only when they got so close to him that they realized that he was breathing. He looked like the dead. He looked like the dead. Now, what does he mean? This was a picture of the savior, the king of kings, who came to conquer death. This is a picture of the Savior who came to conquer death. Hallelujah. He came to conquer death. So they were looking at him, but he looked like a dead person. Now, let's go back to the word of God. We'll be coming back to some of these pictures later on. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says, verse 8, and there were in the same country shepherds. Now, take note of the shepherds. Abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Now, there is something peculiar about these shepherds. And the Bible was, is making us to understand that these were faithful shepherds. Now, beloved, you have to understand that you and I, we are all shepherds. The Bible says that we are a royal priesthood. We are a holy priesthood. We are all called to shepherd something. In our family, in our workplace, in our ministry, in our churches, we are called to shepherd. But let me ask you, how is your commitment to what he has called you to do? How is your faithfulness to what he has called you to do? Now, sometimes even as ministers of God, Sometimes we begin to jealous. 
we begin to jealous some people of the grace that comes upon them. But one thing we don't know is that there is the part of God's grace that is only given by faithfulness. That is only given. It is not unmerited. There is a part of God's grace which is merited. And it is given by faithfulness. It is given out by commitment. God gives it out by commitment. So the Bible says that these shepherds, they were abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. Even in the night season when all the people were asleep, they were still keeping watch. What has God entrusted to you? And you are not watching. You are rather sleeping. So our Lord Jesus said unto them, watch and pray, lest you will fall. You will fall into temptation. And when you, you fall into temptation, you begin to commit sin. So your commitment to the things of God, you make it a reverse. You are no longer committed to the things of God, but you are now committed to the things of the devil. That is why you are not watching and you are not praying. And the Bible says that, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. How did God reward their faithfulness? And there was an angelic visitation. That is how God rewarded their faithfulness. That is how God rewarded their commitment. Many of you have been given certain things to do in the church, to do for some people, to do in the family, and you have failed to do it. And yet you have been praying that God will cause a miracle to happen in your life. No, miracles doesn't happen by luck. Miracles are worked. Note it. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, when Apostle Paul was talking about the gifts of the Holy Ghost, the spiritual gift, he said the gift of the working of miracles. Miracles are worked. They don't just happen. They are worked. So what has the Lord committed to you? And because you are not committed, because you are not into it, you are not faithful, you are not seeing his glory. But because these shepherds were committed, it doesn't matter your status. Please hear me. Now, in Israel, those times in Israel, there was something about the shepherd. They, they, were, they were one of the most lowly classified humans. They were the most, they were the humans that were most disregarded. They were, they were not considered to be among the nobles. You see, maybe you are like that shepherd. Your family doesn't regard you. In your workplace, they do not regard you. In your church, maybe you are not regarded. But because of your faithfulness. And you see, the, the, the last time, I, if some of you remember, I talked about the hidden ministry and the revealed ministry. Listen, there are some of you, what God has given to you is not a revealed ministry. It is a hidden ministry. That is a ministry God has given to some of you. But because you are not getting recognition and someone is getting recognition, you begin to get jealous. 
But you see, you don't know what God has given to you. And there are many of us, we think we have been called to reveal ministry. But we are called into a hidden ministry. Now, recently, eh, I was reading a book and I came across the story of one woman by name, um, Mrs. Good. Mrs. Good. G-O-O-D-E. And according to the story I read, this woman was a praying woman. She was a prayerful woman. She was a prayerful woman. And at one time, the woman was suffering from a, a throat cancer. So one day, no, the woman has been to all hospitals. There wasn't any solution. So one day she was lying down and she made a covenant with God. And she, she said, Lord, if you will heal me of this, I will serve you with my life for the rest of my life. I will dedicate my life to you. And God gave that woman a miracle that as the woman was lying down, at one point she was lying down, she caught a vision. And in that vision, she saw a young man, a young man who was coming toward him. And the young man had put on some nice socks and a belt. And by the spirit, the woman interpreted that young man to be Billy Graham. And the Lord said unto him that your ministry is to serve the ministry of Billy Graham. The woman said, wow, thank you, Lord. And that is how the woman got healed. And when the woman came out of the vision and she was totally healed, for the rest of her life, the woman dedicated it to the ministry of Billy Graham. Wherever Billy Graham will go for evangelism, for crusade, the woman will... The woman will go ahead. Now, Billy Graham doesn't pay for the expenses of the woman. The woman pays for her own expenses. She will go and she will get into a hotel room and pray throughout till Billy Graham finishes the crusade in that particular town. An old woman. She was very old, but that was her ministry. Her ministry was a hidden ministry. Do you know the ministry God has given to you? Hey, someday we will stand before the Father. Because already, me shem komu manipa. Already me bompaya mayari to two years. Then God will be looking at you. Jesus will be looking at you. In fact, that is not what I call you to do. Now, that is why waiting is always important. Then we wait on the Lord. He gives us the blueprint. Hey, recently, I was there. I was there yesterday. I think I was telling George, my, one of my sons, George, I have a prophet. I was telling him. And the Lord started giving me a blueprint. And I also told my son, Nicholas, of what he wants to accomplish through me. So I took a paper and all of a sudden, I was making some designs and everything on the paper. I was just, hey, I'm an architect. <laughs> and I was just laughing like that. Is it? And the most one of the interesting things about Mrs. Good was that even when she did not have money to embark on a particular journey for Billy Graham, some way, somehow, 
somebody will provide all that air, airplane ticket, airline ticket for her. People, God always provided, release people. Hallelujah. Some way, somehow, God will send people to provide for the woman. And that is how everything, that was her ministry. Hallelujah. That was a ministry. So I'm talking about these shepherds. And as I said, the shepherds, they were disregarded. Now, ministry is not about seeking for fame. The keynote, the keynote of ministry is always in fulfilling his will. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It is always in fulfilling his will. What I'm doing, is it of his will? Now, when I'm talking about ministry, I'm not talking only about preaching. So somebody will say, oh, Papa is talking about only preachers. <laughs> no. No. Somebody, maybe somebody is listening to me. You have been called into the ministry of sweeping the church. Maybe you have swept the church for the past 20 years, 10 years. You have not been recognized. Into who person would die? Because Lady Bibana say ya wa sore honum the way am budget ne so no eh am budget ne so say lady we dey here juma o wo a wo pra sore ho de ne de ye nka wo asemda nti ya ya you are wounded you are wounded but you don't know who is going to reward you for sa aprana wo pra wa sore dem wa ye hu in konya na wo pre opepan wo sore dem ho na ye hu just be committed. Be faithful to what God has called you to do. Be committed. It is a commitment thing. And I mean, I said, my ba, my ba. I sorry, my ba cross a soft wound me. My ba sa, my ba sa. Me, 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 me. Dear young woman, I call we ba and I see. I'm saying you're judging. You're saying yeah, girls, girls. Nini na etran when she a sorry them all. Oh, so girls, girls. Nini na wa sorry. Listen, I will better be happy that I will be recognized by him and not be recognized by men. It will be of my greatest joy that I will be recognized by him and not be recognized by men than to be recognized by men and not to be known by him. He said, go away from me. I know you not. I never permitted you. I never allowed you to do that. These were shepherds. They were the lowly classified people. But what was their secret? Faithfulness. Total commitment to what they were doing. Watching over the flock. Watching over the flock. You know, sometimes you don't understand why is it that this person is carrying so much revelations. And I'm not having that revelation. Beloved, check it. Hey, I learned something from Bishop Oedipo. Sometimes the man doesn't sleep. Oh. Hey, a whole day, the man is reading the word of God. A whole day, he is reading, reading, reading. I heard of a story by Archbishop. Um, oh, this man. Ajinasari. Archbishop Ajinasari. And he said that uh, he sat in a plane with Bishop Oyedepo and they were going somewhere. 
He said throughout that flight, Bishop Edepo did not even make a speech. He had his head buried in his Bible. His head was buried in his Bible throughout. What about you? What about you and I? Beloved, there is a reward. There is a grace. There is a favor that comes by our faithfulness and our commitment and our watchfulness before the Lord. Hallelujah. So, that is something I wanted to share with you about the shepherds. And I talked about the manger also. And I said the manger was made of stone. So, what comes into your mind again about the manger? As I said, it also looked like a graveyard. As I said, his birth revealed his death. So, the story about Christmas is not about entering your boyfriend's bedroom. The story about Christmas is not about entering your girlfriend's bedroom. The story about Christmas is not about beach thing. Beloved, it is about it is a redemption story. It is a resurrection story. Because even that manger depicted a grave, depicted his tomb. The swaddling clothes around him made him look like a mummified body. A mummified body, the dead. And I said that the manger and the swaddling clothes show that he came to conquer death. So in the book of Revelation chapter 1 verse 18, the Bible says that he has the keys of Hades and of death and he liveth forevermore. He has conquered death and he has conquered death for us forever and ever. You know, life does not tell us when we will die. We tell life when we will die. No, circumstances do, does not predict when we will die. Doctors do not tell us when we will die. We tell. We rather predict when we will die. Hallelujah. So in Psalm 91 verse 16, he said, with a long life, Will I satisfy thee? It is not about a 70 years. It is not about 80 years. It's not about 120. He said, with a long life. Now, if you are thinking that yours is 120, it's 80, it's 70. God bless it for you. Some of us, with long life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. Oh, I have to be bringing my way to an end very soon. Don't worry. I'll continue on so our road. <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah. Still, I'm on the shepherds. So, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, verse 9, and lo, the angel of the Lord, you see, and lo, he did not say, and hi. Lo means behold, but also, and lo, the angel came so low to them. Those who are going to humble themselves before God, God will also humble himself to come down to them. Hello, but low there it means behold. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you go low for the Lord, the Lord will go low for you by exalting you to his glory alone in Jesus' name. He said, Hello, the angel of the Lord came upon them. 
and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were so afraid. Mm. Verse 10. And the angel of the Lord said unto them, Fear not, for behold, that is the same word for low, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. You see, God wants to make you a global name for himself. But he's saying that submit. He's saying that humble yourself. He's saying that be committed to what he has called you to do. Be faithful to what he has called you to do. And that his glory will appear unto you. And you will become a global phenomenon. You will become a global phenomenon. You will become a global expression of his glory. You will become a global expression of himself. You will become a global expression of his image. That is the good news. He said, I bring to you good tidings. That word good tidings is the word gospel. The good news. The good news. Humility will always make you fetch for good things from the Lord. Hallelujah. It will always make you fetch good things from the Lord. He said, I bring you good things because God wants to use you to bring good things to people in the world. People are always having the counterfeit, but God wants you to give good to them because he, the Lord, is good. And God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. And he said, 11, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. Verse 12, I love this part. And I think I will, I will stress much on this part on, on Monday in Suaro. And this shall be a sign unto you. This shall be a sign. The birth of Jesus, Christmas, portrays a sign from heaven. This shall be a sign. He said, ye shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. Lying in a manger. Ye shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. Lying in the manger. Now, in another part of the gospel, and in the gospel of Matthew, the Bible talks about a star. A star shining in the east. Mm. What does this mean? A star shone in the east. And it was that star that led them. So the star shone in the east. So it doesn't mean that they moved in searching for Jesus. They moved to the east. No, the star appeared in the east. So they moved the opposite to the west to where Jesus was laid in the manger. Now, there is something interesting. You see, everything in the Old Testament appears in the New Testament. So the Old Testament, I would say, is the New Testament concealed. And the New Testament is a revelation of the Old Testament. Again, the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. And the New Testament is a revelation of the Old Testament. Now, it is believed that 
You see, the shepherds were also at another part of Bethlehem, right? They were at another part of Bethlehem. Now, I think I will end with the shepherds. I will end with the shepherds and I will get into the other aspect um, on Monday, God willing. They were on the other part of Bethlehem. Now, it is believed that the fields, the fields where the shepherds, the shepherds had taken their flock. It was the same field that belonged to Boaz. Now, can we see a similitude over here that Boaz was the, is the great, great, great grandfather of Jesus because Jesus came through the bloodline of Boaz because Boaz's wife was Ruth and it is through that genealogy that Jesus was born. Hallelujah. God is going to bless you with a gift tonight. One thing the Lord told me tonight that he's going to bless his children with gift. God is going to bless you with a gift tonight which posterity will applaud forever in your life. He's going to bless you with a gift which posterity, posterity from generation to generation they will applaud you and God for it forever. You are going to establish it in the name of Jesus because it was through the bloodline of Boaz. Now, what is the significance of this star that appeared unto the shepherd? Now, it was known that this shepherd They came from that part of the Palestine, um, like they came from that part of Palestine, getting to the Babylon. Okay, that, that is where they came from, although they were in Bethlehem, but they came from that side, getting to Bethlehem. Uh, sorry, Babylon, Babylon. Now we know from the story of Daniel that in the days of Daniel, there were some wise men. Okay, the king had his own wise men, and Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were also recruited to be part of them. But by reason of the spirit of excellence that rested upon the Hebrew boys, they were set apart from them, they were set above them. Hallelujah! That is why you can't have the Holy Spirit on you and still be behind in life. No, he said you will be the head and not the tail. He said you will be above only. So even when you find yourself behind, still speak to yourself. I am the head and not the tail. Don't begin to sit to complain, to murmur, to begin to cry. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I've been doing all this and look at where I am. No, no. Beloved, you have to fight the good fight of faith. God has provided some message for you. God has provided a word for you. Are you going by that word or you are going by your own word? Hallelujah. One, the Bible says that a star shone in the east. Now, by reason of prophecy, we know that that star was talking about Jesus. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1. And the wise men, the wise men, they knew of it. Now, in the Greek, the wise men, the Greek word that was given to them was the magi. Okay, the magi. Magi. From Magi, we get the word magic. Okay. From the word Magi, we get the ma ma magic. Now, one is Magus. 
one is magus but when because there are many men magi now it is this same word that was used for wise men and many people think that these wise men they were astrologers please they were not astrologers they were not they were astronomers they were not astrologers now astrologers they use the constellations the stars to predict the future of people these wise men were not that they were astronomers they were they were people who studied the stars they studied the stars to know the seasons they were not using it to manipulate nature but they studied it to know seasons so they are, they had understanding and how did they know and it is believed that when daniel was in babylon because of the excellent spirit of god on him he was able to set up schools he was able to train people by the right way of the lord so even in babylon there were astrologers but daniel was also able to teach people the right way whereby they will not use sorcery to predict but rather they will use by the spirit of the lord they will be able to know so they were not astrologers but they were astronomers hallelujah now because of that by reason of the books <laughs> jesus said i come to you by the volume of the books daniel said i got to know by the books Paul said, Timothy, when you are coming, make sure you bring my parchment. So what are the books you have read throughout the year? You let me drop that one. Let me continue because my time is nearly up. Hallelujah. So by the books, it is believed that they had already learned. They have gotten to know of the Savior. Because even the astrologers in Herod's, in Herod's, um, Herod's palace, they knew. Herod called for the astrologers and he called for the Jewish priest. And they knew of the birth of Jesus. Now, how did they know? Numbers 24, verse 17. There was a prophecy of him. This was Balaam, okay? This was Balaam or Balaam who was prophesying over the children of Israel. And Balaam said, I shall see him but not now i shall behold him but not now there shall come a star out of jacob and what did we say out of what jacob and jesus is from what the lion of judah from the tribe of the lion of judah hallelujah and where is judah coming from jacob he said and a scepter shall rise out of israel and shall smite the corners of Moab and destroy all the children of Sheth. Esther. So even there, there was a prophecy. He said, Esther. So when the astronomers, when the shepherds saw the star, they understood it. Now, again, let me, let's go to Isaiah chapter 60. Now, Isaiah chapter 60 is also a prophecy by Isaiah about Jesus. He said, Arise, shine, for thy light is come. What is that light? That star. For thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Talking about that star that is shining. Hallelujah. He is the light of the world that came. And he is still shining through us. 
Hallelujah. Now, let's go to the verse 3. He said, and the Gentiles shall come to the light. Who are the Gentiles? We were the Gentiles. We have all come to his light. And the keys to the brightness of thy rising. So, the star over there, they knew of the star. And they knew that the star was a picture of Jesus. The star was a picture of Jesus. And the Bible says that they followed the star to where Jesus was laid. And when they got to him, they saw a man. They saw a human being. They saw a child who was laid in a manger. And this child looked like he was dead because he was wrapped in swaddling clothes. He was wrapped like a mummified body. He looked dead, but when they got close, they realized that he was breathing. This was a child who was placed at a very hungry place so that you and I will no longer be hungry but that we will be satisfied. So he said, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and you are burdened and are testy. And he said, and I shall give you rest, and I shall give you of the waters to drink, to satisfy your test. He is the bread of heaven. Now, there is something very interesting. I think, let me put that one for Monday. I, I will show you that, that, you see, I will show you the symmetry of, of the birth of Jesus. I will show you a certain symmetry. You, let, me give you, let me give you one. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus was born, okay? He came out of a virgin womb. And in his death, the Bible talks about Jesus being laid in a tomb that they have never placed anyone. So the way Luke described that particular tomb, it is described as a virgin tomb. Now look at this. He came, it was a birth. He came out of the womb from a virgin womb. That was birth. And in his resurrection, resurrection is also a picture of new birth. So in resurrection, he resurrected out of a virgin tomb. And that is why we carry the power to conquer everything that the devil has laid upon the earth. Beloved, we are more than conquerors. Now, In his birth, okay, in his birth, when they gave birth to him, it was Mary, okay, Mary, Mary, Mary gave birth to him. Now, in his resurrection, the first apostle, <laughs> the first apostle to see the to see the resurrection of Jesus from his death was Mary Magdalene, or Mary of Magda. Now, you see, there is a symmetry over here. When they gave birth to him. There was a certain Mary, okay, Mary of Nazareth. And in his death, there is Mary Magdalene. Now, I'm just talking about Mary. 
Mary of Nazareth, she was a virgin, pure. Mary Magdalene, the Bible says that out of her were cast seven demons. And even I, I, I think one, some, of, some, some of the gospel describes her that she was a prostitute. What does it tell you? Jesus did not come for those who are pure alone. But you and I who were defiled by sin, you and I who get into all sorts of weakness all the time, he came for us that by his resurrection power, we will be sanctified, we will be purified, we will be made holy, we will be strengthened again in him. These are just some symmetries and I'll be showing you. You know, is, is it, when I'm talking about symmetry, just look at so in the pre-resurrection realities there is a picture of the pre-resurrection realities in the post-resurrection realities just like a human being okay a human being if we you are so if they are supposed to make a symmetry a line of symmetry in you okay through your head if they are supposed to cut you through you will realize that the organs in your body, which are one, there will be a straight line through it. But you see, your hands are two. So there is one hand on the left, one hand on the right. Kidneys and all that. But the organs that are one, there will be a straight. That is how God made it. And that is what is also in the gospel. Amen. That is why you read the Bible. And Genesis chapter one begins begins with a wedding okay genesis chapter one chapter two begins with a wedding in the garden of eden okay so the bible begins genesis begins with a wedding in the garden of eden and the book of revelation the last chapter of revelation i think revelation 22 it also when it ends revelation 22 ends with the wedding of the bride and the bridegroom in the garden of what the new jerusalem hallelujah isn't it so amazing you see the symmetry it happens here it happens also here glory hallelujah so christmas is not a time for all but christmas is a time that the lord wants to remind us that we are redeemed there are some things you don't have to go back into it again. No, there are, there are doors that many of you are still opening to the devil. Yeah. You are still opening to the devil. This is the time of Christmas that you have to be conscious of your redemption. And you see, we, we, have, we have the redemption right. In our redemption right, we have power over the devil. In our redemption right, we carry the grace of God. In our redemption right, we are able to walk in dimensions where the devil cannot even see us again. <laughs> Hallelujah. He is the star. Now, let's not forget in the book of Revelation, Jesus is also called the morning star. He's also called a morning star. Now, another thing that I was, I was so amazed, when the shepherds came to him, 
That is the shepherd. Talking about the wise men. When they came to him, they presented three items. They presented gold. They presented frankincense. But they also presented men. Hmm. Now, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The gold, we all know it stands for wealth. That he was poor, that we will all be rich. The frankincense also stands for his intercessory ministry. His prayer ministry. And the mayor also stands for his fearful ministry. It also stands for death. The mayor, mayor, the mayor stands for, it stands for death. It also stands for his fearful ministry. That's why I said everything about his birth was a revelation of his death and resurrection. Because they saw him to be dead. But when they got close, he was breathing. That was resurrection. That was resurrection. That was resurrection. What a mighty savior who gave his life for you and I. What a mighty savior who left his throne to us. Who left his throne to come down to save us. I want you to open your mouth and I want you to appreciate him one more time. I want you to appreciate him. You have heard of this story. This is a Christmas story. That is the title of the message. This is a Christmas story. I will continue on Monday, God willing. There are a lot of revelations I have to bring up. I want you to open your mouth begin to bless him. You see, when they gave birth to him, his parents were so poor. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. In the book of Leviticus, chapter 12, verse 8, Leviticus 12, verse 8, the Bible says that whenever they were going to dedicate a child unto God, and the child was going to be circumcised and dedicated unto God, they were supposed to bring a lamb. But if you don't have a lamb, then you will buy turtle doves. Now, Mary and Joseph were so poor, they couldn't provide for a lamb. That they had to buy the turtle dove for him. Beloved, he became poor so that you and I will be rich. We don't need blood money to be rich. There is a blood money which comes from the blood of Jesus. And that blood money said it on the cross. That blood said it. He said it is finished. By his finished works, we are rich. By his finished works, we carry wealth. Oh, can I show you another thing? Hmm. As I said, Isaiah 60, it is a picture. It is a picture. It is a prophecy of Jesus. It is a prophecy that was about Jesus. Isaiah chapter 60. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Verse 5. Let's read verse 5. The Bible says, Then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart shall dwell with joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. Verse 6. The multitude of camels <laughs> shall cover your land. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah 
all of Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense. And they shall proclaim the praises. What did the, what did the wise men bring? They brought gold. They brought incense, the frankincense. And they also brought men. Somebody begin to appreciate Jesus for what he did for you. Begin to appreciate him. Begin to thank him. This may be the only prayer we are praying. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. You came from heaven to earth. You show the way. From the earth to the you died for in the name of Jesus, the Bible says that the child was wrapped in a swaddling cloth. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth, Madame Oh Jesus. 
Oh, network Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. We are taking our last prayer point and we bring everything to an end. We are taking our last prayer point. As I said earlier, the Lord said he will be giving gifts to men. And when I'm talking about gifts, please don't be thinking about only spiritual gifts. Physical gifts also. I want you to open your mouth and begin to demand it. Begin to demand it. Please a demand on it. Ask for that gift. Ask for the gift of the Lord. Ask for your gift. Ask. Open your mouth. Begin to pray. Maya <laughs> generations will come to see will come they will meet it they will glorify God Ya <laughs> <laughs> 
I wanted to him. I wanted to thank him. I wanted to thank him. Just thank him. It is done. I wanted to thank him. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. 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 God bless you almighty. And I think there is only one thing that I'm seeing. Wow, I celebrate grace. Also for Patrick. God bless you mightily, Lord of God. Oh, how good. God bless you. Um, yeah. And man of God, Isaac. God bless you. Man of God, Isaac. Isaac. So for this, what the Lord is showing me. Me who said a small room, eh, Isaac, that man of God. Now, I said, okay, left, no, about right. I said, why are you busy? And the Lord says, I should tell you. He said, he said, I should tell you. Get more busy for him than for yourself. Get more busy for him than for yourself. He is the way. He is not just a way maker. He is the way. Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life. So get more busy for him than for yourself. We have a small room. That's what left and about right. But the room is supposed to expand. Thank you so much. Beloved, God bless you mightily. God bless you mightily. Thank you so much for this wonderful time before the lord in refill i believe that you have been refilled i believe that you have been refilled and amen sister louisa amen amen prophetess naomi amen man of god samuel god bless you i believe that you have been refilled and you have heard of the christmas story yeah on monday god willing so are all I will continue again yes and thank you so much and once again i will invite all of you to um, 7th of january at mikado conference center i raise is coming i raise is happening live and call it live 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 it's just a time of fire <laughs> and please let's be watchful you see when we started you raised some hot prayers and i told you i don't know why the spirit of god led me but what he showed me was that many of you, by negligence, Amen, 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 Amen. Michael, God bless you. 
Prophet George, God bless you. Thank you so much. By negligence, we have sold certain things in Yamede Maya. We have sold them to the devil. But tonight you have been restored. You have been restored. So please watch your thoughts. Eh? Watch your thoughts. Enjoy man ye me bimbe bebe bawa jimusa. Eh? Enjoy. Don't allow some living. Eh? <laughs> living. The Bible talks about unliving the living bread. Don't allow some of the living to grow there. Eh? Yeah. Don't allow it there. Don't allow it there. Don't allow it. Don't allow some yeast to grow there. Yeah. Don't allow some yeast to grow there. Be careful. No matter how, yes, I raise international revival awakening you summit. Glory cry. No matter how things go for you, please. No matter how bad, no, please hear me. No matter how bad things go for you, go back to what God is saying in his word. Hmm? Go back to what God is saying. Is what is the Lord saying? Don't allow emotions to to, to, to determine your future. Don't allow emotions to predict your destiny. Many of you, you are allowing emotions. You are, you are allowing a certain anger. Oh, Jesus, have mercy upon us. You are the same, you are the same person who will come. Maybe I did them out. So they are quite sure. So, you see, some people can go to an extent of, of even saying that me makase meye meye o Christonio and famine sister we o Christonio and today in some be free and not bad. Just as a ye brigade in the noble and some more shepherd is in whose fire dream will be free and not bad. And by that, like 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 Esau, we sell our birthright. We sell because the birthright stands for blessings. The firstborn carries the double portion blessings. Yeah. We sell it. It's instead of our lives to become the house of prayer. Our lives have become the place of exchange of money. But we have to allow the Holy Spirit to cast all those tables down, like in the days of Jesus. You must allow the Holy Spirit to break you down. He said, break this temple, destroy this temple in three days so that the resurrection power will build us. We must be built up by the resurrection power. That is how you live in the third realm. He said, come up here. It is a third verse. Yeah, May our tongue be seasoned with his grace. Jesus. Now, as some may be free anymore, but I say, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but that which is necessary for edification, that it may impact grace upon the hearers. 
Because if it doesn't happen, we grieve the spirit of God. He said, they that appear before the Lord in Zion, they move from strength to strength. May we move from strength to strength. Tonight, may we receive a higher strength from the Lord. To walk in the spirit. That is why you have to be at iRace. Because you are the touch bearer for your family. You are the touch bearer. And every touch bearer moves with the speed of lightning. It is in the word of God. Yeah. I think Nahum chapter 2 verse 4 or 2 verse 8. Yeah, it is there. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a glorious night. Bye. Thank you. I'm humble. Bye. Amen. Amen. My beloved sister, please. God bless you. I receive. I receive. Thank you. Amen, Jeremina. I receive in Jesus' name. God bless you all. God bless you all. Thank you, Jesus. You are wonderful. God bless you all. Amen. 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 Ne radia basanya kesiya wamso wamso radi ba bonya kesiya bonyamishira inkosunshiesa ingumoso ewe Yesu Kristo dimo Amen. Excellent. Thank you Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. Prophet George. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, excellent. Ah. Ah, ah, ah. Yay, yay. Ah, ah, ah. I am a yeah. Bye. Please bye for me. Ah. Ah, yeah, yeah.